0: Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Live episode number 550, titled Wispiness. This is a show about Xbox, gaming, anything else we want to talk about. My name is Rob, also known as Presar, on Xbox Live. And with me, I got my best bud, Mr. Mark.
1: Hey everybody, Mark aka Wingman709.
0: And this is the show, uh, again, about Xboxes and gaming. And we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on the show don't reflect those of Microsoft. So, what have you been playing lately, Bud?
1: It's been a slow week for me. Um, all I got in was some Gems of War on the Xbox itself. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, um, <laughs> on my on my mobile device, I've spent a lot of time with some mobile games. I play uh, a lot of the Disney Emoji Blitz. That's kind of my mm-hmm. my, my new jam. Um, yeah, um, still playing some Battle Breakers, but I find that I'm going into there and every I'm just auto playing, like that's it. Like I don't even play it. You know, I like I let the battles happen automatically because sure. <laughs> it's so much quicker. <laughs> oh yeah, and um, then I play uh, Dragon Merge no, a lot. A, a-
0: a big part of that game is collecting and leveling up. So right. why grind through the levels? Right. <laughs> I have I have no shame, no guilt about auto-playing. <laughs> Except when I look at the screen later, oftentimes I don't even watch it. I look at the screen, defeated, what? <laughs> yeah.
1: Then I hit the play again or whatever. Yeah. And then it's like almost a guaranteed win. mm
0: mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Because yeah, I've noticed, like the enemy stays where they're at, but you get your whole team at full health again. Yeah, and, and like so, if you're on that last level or last board or whatever, last room, you know that the enemy does stay at his wherever you had him to. All your guys come back at full health, so it's like, and I, and sometimes the enemies can be pretty tough. Yeah, I have to do that again, but you can still get through it. <laughs> yep. So.
0: Do you let the game pick your teams for you, with the uh, no? I
1: I play my own, my own people.
0: Okay. Yeah. Every every time I go into one of the new, it's not rooms, but the battles.
1: Well, they call it rooms. It says rooms at the top.
0: Well, it's like you have ten out of ten rooms, for example. Right. But the whole battle, like whenever I go into the beginning of it, I always hit the helper. And sometimes it switches things around, but I like that it also upgrades them.
1: Yeah, it does. That's nice. But I tend to yeah. go in and just upgrade them myself.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Nice.
1: But yeah, a lot more mobile stuff. I haven't really had a chance. I wanted to play. I wanted to get on and do some more uh, Fortnite. I've hardly tapped into this new season.
0: Yeah, me either. You know,
1: my, I know my son's been playing on a Switch, and I was hoping to play this weekend, but it was his birthday, so I was with dealing with his birthday party yesterday. And, By the time that was done and all those kids were out of my house, I was like, I'm I'm done. (laughs) Calgon,
0: take you away.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. I needed some serious Calgon yesterday. So, So, and then today it was like, I've just been sleeping all day. (laughs) I've been napping. I actually set an alarm so I could get up, make sure I was awake. And it did. I was asleep (laughs) at one o'clock in the afternoon (laughs) to come on and record with you. So. And we are recording late this week because of my schedule. And I know we were supposed to do it Thursday. And I was so exhausted on Thursday night. It was like, it's one of those, you know, you're just, you know, you're, there's a difference. Like, you're tired. You know, yep. you get up on those mornings where it's like, oh, it's morning. It's tough to get up. But this was one of those where, like, like you are fighting to get up, trying to open your eyes. That was the day, way that day went. And I did literally drag myself out of bed, get my kids off. And then it was just a crazy day at work. And by the end of the night, I was like, I can't sit here and record. I will fall asleep at the desk. I was, and it's like, I did. I was like, you know, Rob's like, what was it? We were going to start at I think it eight my time. But I was like, Rob, I think I contacted you at like seven, seven I'm like, I'm yeah. going to bed. I can't do it. <laughs> and I went to bed at eight o'clock yeah but i was probably sawing logs by 805
0: <laughs> now that so, stuff catches up with you you know
1: yeah it it does and then i we've just i've been so busy this weekend and you have um that it's like here it is sunday afternoon it's like okay let's sneak a quick one in <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> nice so yeah, yeah you gotta, i just didn't get and a you lot of time to play oh, i was gonna say and plus you gotta watch your health up there too because don't yeah. you guys have that coronavirus stuff running rampant in your hood yeah oh
1: yeah it's now officially at my hospital so uh yep yeah, it's it's we've had the water between us and seattle and um because i live across the the, the the puget sound yeah i'm on what's called the peninsula so we're directly across from seattle so we've had that nice buffer zone yeah except so many people that live here commute to seattle every day so i'm like it's gonna get here it, it won't take long and they announced on Friday we had our first official case here in our hospital. Yeah. So, like, yep, it's now on the peninsula, so.
0: And I was reading there's some school district up there that shut down.
1: They've, they've closed a lot of schools. Yeah. Which, you know, I, I believe, kind of here's my thoughts on it, I really believe that the media is going overboard. I think everyone's going to end up getting this thing. It 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 spreads so easily and so quickly, but like the only people and 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 I, and I hate to to say it it's and I'm not trying to be crass or unthoughtful here. The only the only people that are dying from it are the elderly who have significant other health concerns. That's the only people that have been impacted. Like healthy people, younger people. Um, like kids are like not even affected by this, and I know that's one of the things that the CDC is looking at. Is like, like kids aren't even being impacted by it.
0: Yeah, I read you that. You know,
1: so it's like, okay, what what's what makes them so special? But you know, so I'm not Fruit
0: Loops, yeah, <laughs> <Cat and> Crunch, <laughs> Fortnite, exactly. There you go.
1: Um, so I'm not. I'm like, I'm not overly concerned. But what frustrates me is like out here, and I don't know what it's like there. And this is, I'm gonna, here's a PSA for the day. For those that haven't been impacted, because I live like right across the water from the hot zone, right? Everything is starting it in Seattle for some reason. So we're the lucky, uh, we're, we're patient zero here in the U.S., I guess. So like New York had their first one the other day. Texas now has one, but California has more like uh, reports of the virus. But we lead in deaths (laughs) yay washington (laughs) we're number one um but the the thing that i'm seeing here is like everybody is buying everything out so if you still have toilet paper on your shelves at the stores you might want to stock up while you can't like i like all the toilet paper's gone here like everyone's buying toilet paper hand sanitizer soap like i went into the start of the day i'm like oh we're out of hand soap what's you can barely find hand soap, uh, those like Clorox wipes and stuff that you use just to wipe down surfaces and stuff. Everybody's going crazy and buying all this stuff, you know? And it's yeah. just like, this is ridiculous. So anytime I do, like, and they're buying water up, like like everyone's hunkering down out here like it's going to be the apocalypse. And it's like, uh, hello, the flu kills more people than this thing has. Yeah. You know, we lose more people to the flu over here. No one cares you lose a couple people from something unknown and they're freaking out, you know, and most, most people that are getting this do go, they get sick, then they get over it and they move on with their lives. Right. (laughs) It's so I'm not too concerned. Um, I, I do expect that our schools will probably close here soon. I'm hoping not, but, uh, I don't think they really need to, but it's, you know anyways, if you're out there in a state that's not impacted yet, might want to grab a couple extra packs of TP water <laughs> Clorox wipes soap <laughs> just in case because people are going bonkers out here and it's insane we can't like store Costco shelves i mean uh they're <laughs> they are like there's so stores are empty uh there's lines to get into Costco in the morning like out. The building and and around the backs of these buildings, and these are huge. Like I've never seen people line up to get into a Costco. And Costco's always busy, but it's like insanely busy right now. It's just yep. incredible. So a lot of
0: a lot of this stuff makes no sense to me. You know, okay, I, I get the whole hand sanitizer thing, right? Uh okay, fine. Soap. Uh yeah, but you really need to buy like 400 bottles or whatever of of liquid soap because you can only wash your hands so many times because these people are are just hoarding it really and what does a clean butt have to do with this (laughs) i
1: know like that's the one that kills me the most i'm like i can't buy toilet paper are you kidding me like what do you do and that my thought is like like water i've got a well and i'm fine like i'm not worried about it uh, soap, fine, I guess I'll get by, or maybe I can buy some, maybe I can find bar soap or something. You know, I'm not, worst case, you just run your hand under water, right? And I, <clears throat> but TP, come on, I have to have TP, you know? This is like, that's just, I can't function without toilet paper. Like, what are people going to do? Uh, then use your hands? Well, then you can't, you don't have any soap, now I need soap. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's good that I live in Washington because I got a lot of trees and a lot of leaves, but nice. I don't want to get to that point. That that's the part that scares me is running out of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. So, so hang in luckily, there, pray for
0: me, people. <laughs> luckily I have one of those uh bidet seats. There you go. So I might have to install one. Don't uh need as much teepee <laughs> for that. But yeah, the other thing is like the bottled water too. It's uh huh. I have a thing called a faucet in my kitchen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that has like a near endless supply.
1: <laughs> well, and that's, that's, that's the thing. I don't understand like why people are hoarding all this type of stuff. I could get like vitamins and sanitizer, you know, the masks, everybody's buying these masks, but you got to have a certain one. Normal paper ones don't work. I could see why people buy out all that stuff. Right. I get that. But water and toilet paper and all this stuff, I think people are just planning to, you know, seal themselves in their house until it passes. This isn't anything that's going to pass. As as easily as this thing has passed, it's going to be one of those things that we're going to get it probably quite frequently. Everyone's going to end up getting this thing. You're going to get it probably often because when you get over it, your immune system is impacted. And guess what? Someone else has it in your neighborhood and you're going to pass them 80 feet away and wave at them and boom, you got it, you know. (laughs) it's ridiculous so we're we're going to end up having to do the COVID-19 coronavirus whatever they're going to end up calling it we're going to have an annual shot on that along with the flu shot um it's just but anyways we didn't turn I don't want to turn us no, into the yeah. COVID-19
0: episode but
1: it's uh so my it was just my warning stock up people because other people are gonna take everything <laughs> yeah
0: so I guess I guess what you're saying is you don't Go need to stock up.
1: Go out to Amazon using our link and buy a lot of toilet paper and hand sanitizer. Get it while you can.
0: Yeah, you can. I've I've seen the uh, the things on online where it's like a four pack of sanitizer for like a hundred fifty dollars on Amazon. That,
1: and that's why, because yeah. a lot of places you can't get it anymore. Yeah, so don't buy those. But if you can get it, you know, if you can buy stuff on Amazon or stuff in your local stores for the normal price you might want to just get some to stock up just so that you have like toilet paper <laughs> and you might so, not like because otherwise you might be like me and i had to buy an, a different brand
0: so oh like, no.
1: that's the problem too that's the other thing my butt my butt is gotten uh uh what, what's the word i accustomed, to, accustomed <laughs> to certain luxuries right <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, there's a certain brand that I happen to like, and I use, and it's not available anymore. (laughs) It's like, no, I don't want this one that comes in the black and white package. (laughs) You know. That's funny. What? One ply? What is this? No way.
0: (laughs) Forget that. Just do the (laughs) bidet seat.
1: Yeah. But anyways. Anyway. I don't even know what we were talking about.
0: Before. We were talking about uh, what we've been gaming.
1: What <laughs> we've been gaming. How do we get on the coronavirus? Yeah. So Plague Incorporated. What I think, I, oh, that, that reminds me. That game, that, that, the one called Plague. Yeah. You know, that we've all played where you make your own virus yep. and try to and kill off it. everybody in the world. That game is banned in China. Yeah. They have now banned it. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like why what's the matter like it's just so stupid like that's what you're focused on you know you're the ones that gave it to the world it was your came out of your bio warfare lab now you're infecting the world (laughs) anyway yeah plague incorporated (laughs) that should be the number one game played this week
0: (laughs) it's played in real life unfortunately yeah (laughs) but yeah for me um i haven't been doing a whole ton of gaming either just a lot of stuff going on and i was thinking the other day that i'm kind of falling behind on on the Fortnite thing i think i'm around level 12 in the battle pass and what what is this like the fourth week now yeah you're you're
1: you're further along than i am
0: and i only played like one mission of save the world as well so um I need to get moving on that as well then i've been doing the usuals um battle breakers clash royale and i started playing this new game that just came out this week and for some reason i can never remember the name of it so let me look it up real quick it's uh never ending dungeon rpg so this one's out on ios and android and it's a take on an idle game. Those are the games that kind of continue while you're not playing. But you choose a character and the character is like non-stop running through a dungeon. And while you're playing, you kind of there's three things that you can choose for them to do. Um like I loaded my three slots with this like fire attack, this fireball, and then there's like this rage kind of thing. But as you it when you actively i'll say play in air quotes you just hit these things and then they take a look you hit those three choices one of them and then it takes a certain amount of time for it to recharge usually like five seconds somewhere around there uh, before you can use it again but you're trying to go through and you know kill these waves of monsters and then every once in a while you get a boss so when you go to fight or the boss then, you know, they're a lot tougher. Um, you don't always make it through them. You know, sometimes you get defeated, but uh, they let you level up. You know, even more. When you don't play the game, your experience goes up depending on how long you've been away. But the thing that I really liked about it was that it really had like the visual appeal of some of those uh, like dungeon-y games, like Torchlight, um, Neverwinter. Yeah, Neverwinter. Um, it didn't quite look not so much like Diablo. It looks more like Torchlight than it does Diablo, if if you if you know what I mean. Or it's like right. that cartoonish look to it. But yeah. that was really appealing, and uh, I played it for like a day or two. And I don't know if that's just starting to wear off, but I don't know how much longer I'll I'll play it. But um, initially, at first go, was entertaining. Now I'm kind of mixed on it, but maybe that's just because I've been so tired this weekend and uh, not being able to do much more than like <laughs> just lay there and watch TV, <laughs> nap, all that good yeah. stuff. You know, like what you've been doing, Mark.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: But uh, yeah, I did a bunch of that. And then uh, during the week, I think I mentioned last week that I started playing a game called Forager. So I've been playing that thing more than any other game it's a like like i think i said last time it's a very grindy game where you spend a lot of time kind of you know getting resources fighting off the occasional monster but it's definitely one of those tech tree games where you know as you progress you're trying to choose in the tech tree like which way am i gonna go am i gonna go like magic more like economy more um you know like farming and you kind of have to branch off into different areas but eventually when you get up in the higher levels you get more automation stuff so that you don't have to do things as often like on these little islands that uh, is basically like every screen in the game on these islands that you get you get like rocks and trees and um like gold encrusted rocks uh, cactuses all these things that kind of grow on there and so in the beginning you have to like hit him with a pickaxe multiple times to make him go away i got this um magic wand torch thing where it like shoots like a laser and just like sweep across and it just like clears the whole thing it's awesome yeah. but but uh it, it's interesting if you like those kind of games like leveling up the tech trees and and uh, that kind of thing, you m- you might want to check it out. Uh, apparently, it's been developed just by one guy, and uh, it's out on Humble Bundle. I want actually, I think it's might be on Xbox as well. I've Been playing this one on PC. I got uh, I got suckered into the whole Humble Bundle thing. Oh yeah, um, they have like a monthly game box thing collection where oh. you get 10 10 games a month for like 12 dollars. it's actually a pretty good deal because uh there's been some pretty good games that they've had through there like two three months ago they had black ops 4 and the new tomb raider so that was a that was a pretty good month uh they had overwatch sometime last year and then a lot of like weird games but it's uh it's a it's a pretty decent value for 12 bucks. But um let's see I think that's really about it. I haven't played much more. So, all righty. Here, let's uh get on to the round table. Uh first thing that we've got is uh there's going to be a bunch of whoa. Whoa. Did you hear that? Nope. Nope, good. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, one of the websites uh, autoplay on me i could have sworn that uh, the browsers stopped that or at least that might have been firefox bad game spot bad game spot but anyway there's a, a bunch of games that are going in and out of game pass this month i believe some have already left already but uh exiting game pass we've got deus Ex: mankind divided this is a game what about three four years old now deus Ex series is pretty decent and then, uh, Shenmue one and two, these are the redone games from the old, 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 old Sega, uh, systems. So the Shenmue series has a lot of fans, um, what 21 years old back in the dreamcast is when they came out. And then also we've got, uh, Thimbleweed park and lick spear, double spear edition. Those are exiting. Then brand new to Game Pass. Right? Because you get some things that are leaving, some things that aren't coming in.
1: Yep.
0: A big one this uh this month here for March is gonna be Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh yeah. That's uh Wisps is really strange to say. <laughs> I don't know why. Will of the Wisps. Yeah. But uh yeah, Ori. Uh, is coming out this month, coming out next week, actually. Uh, well, actually, no, this week, as of the recording. Yeah. And uh, on March 5th, which one was that? Three days. March 5th was Thursday. Thursday, we had NBA 2K20 coming in, and then Train Sim World 2020. March 11th, Ori and Will of the Wisps. March 12th, Pikuniku. I think that's how you say it uh and then on the 13th um oh this is something different and i guess uh state of the state of decay 2 is getting uh the juggernaut edition it's a free update to state of decay 2. yeah so leaving deus ex mankind divided lick spear double spear edition shenmue one and two and thimbleweed park thimbleweed park that's uh that's like the uh, Monkey Islandish style game. Oh, really? Yeah. You remember those old. Uh... Oh,
1: yeah. King's Quest.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was done in, in that style. Monkey Island. Yeah. yeah. I remember those games like.
1: Click and Point ha- Adventures, I think they were.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Were the King's Quest Leisure Suit Larry, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Good Larry.
0: Yeah. It was fun stuff back then. And now the kids see it. These graphics are horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, anyway. if They only knew. Yes. They only knew. Film
1: an Atari 2600.
0: Yeah. Tank. Yep. Adventure. ET. Oh. (laughs) But anyway.
1: Video pinball.
0: Uh, There's an interesting thing that happened uh, within the last week where uh, a fan of the Xbox has made a comment, a Twitter comment and or message and asking Phil Spencer to add a feature. Did you hear about this?
1: No, I did not.
0: Yeah. So what the user had mentioned was that the ISP that they have has data caps like a lot of us do comcast i'm looking at you and um with the occasional long waits sometimes that you get to update a game i guess based on cues and bandwidth and everything like that uh he said that lots of times he gets updates for games that you know he isn't really playing and he doesn't need and they were asking if uh if they could do something like have selective updates so you can basically choose which games you want updated. Because right now they all update. Anything that you have installed, right? Well, actually, let me take that back. Let me take it back. Only
1: if you have the auto
0: update. Right. So So you can either choose updating or no updating. Right. So when you choose no updating, you update when you try to play the game. Right. which stinks sometimes because hey i'm gonna sit down and play whatever i'm gonna play some Fortnite, and then you know it's thursday <laughs> or friday because they always update wednesday night so it's thursday or friday and you go in there it's like you need to download an update half an hour later it finishes and lots sometimes it's like that you even lose your opportunity to play a game right yep so the other thing is you know especially if this is really bad if you have the big hard drives um, you know like eight terabyte or whatever and um with that being said if you have like 300 games installed they're all updating all the time which can kill your your bandwidth cap that you have so this user is basically saying hey you know can i choose you know basically mark a game to keep it updated and other ones that I don't care about so much, you know, just leave them be. And Phil Spencer responded, This is a good feature idea. I usually uninstall things I don't want updated and leave the game pinned if I want to come back to it. But I like being able to mark installed games that I don't want updated until I launch them. I'll forward to the team. Thanks. So actually, that's pretty cool when you think about it, right? Yeah, that a user was able to just reach out to Phil <laughs> on Twitter, and yeah. he responded. It's you know who knows if this will come to be, but uh, if it does, we know we can thank Mike eighty six sixteen to or at Mike underscore eighty six sixteen uh, for this. Although I bet it's on uh, User Voice, I would think it would be probably. Somebody must I have feel, asked about this. That
1: was my first thought was like, uh oh, Bill's about to get inundated with tweets. Uh, <laughs> I want this feature. I want this feature. hmm So I don't know if that was such a good move on his part.
0: <laughs> I want a free pizza <laughs> when I play.
1: Yeah, I well, my so. Xbox just to kick out hot fresh pizza.
0: Yes. Xbox start a gaming. Yes. Xbox Pizza That. All right. So uh, that was kind of cool uh speaking of phil spencer we also have uh a little bit more that he teased uh when was this i don't know when he oh this posted this on march 3rd he wrote on twitter checking out some gears of war enhancements with uh mike j rayner and team looks better than gears has ever looked and he actually posted a picture so apparently the uh gears game is gonna get uh some enhancements with series x and it's gonna be more beautified than ever before so and we were talking about this weren't we like uh how they have the uh current xbox you know enhanced for xbox one x currently I bet they're going to have a similar kind of thing you know, going forward, enhanced for Series X. Although that's going to be a totally different system, which we talked about last time too, right? Yes. So a different platform, not quite like enhanced for Xbox One X, which is a new version of the same generation. Yeah. Um, Xbox... Oh... These guys are so annoying with their automatic video stuff. Bad yeah. game spot. It did it, it did it to me again.
1: Well, I'm not hearing anything, so.
0: Good. No. Hopefully,
1: hopefully the audience
0: will. Yeah. With this new setup that we've got for the audio, uh, you should not hear this unless it's super loud, bleeding through my headphones back into the microphone. <laughs> so Xbox uh, ANZ team. I believe that's the Australia New Zealand team. They've come up with some crazy promotions in the past. Do you remember those? Yeah. Like the onesie, right?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, you I know, I, I... come on, Rob. If you had one, would wouldn't you wear it?
0: Oh, totally. <laughs> I would. Yeah. So, like, my son and I we usually get like onesies in the you know for like the Christmas holidays. Oh yeah. And uh, it usually gets retired until next year. Man, this is something I could see myself wearing. (laughs) Lounging around the house, going outside to get the mail, you know, going to the store, all that good stuff. But uh, yeah, they've done some crazy stuff in the past. So they did the onesie. They did that, uh, like, grease-proof controller. Remember that one? So you could eat fried chicken. Oh, yes, that's right.
1: Yes, I do remember that. I was thinking, what is he talking about? That's right. Yeah. Either, like the grease wouldn't transfer to your controller.
0: Yeah, and there was something else. I can't think of it now. Let me see if that lists anything here. Oh yeah, grease-proof Xbox. Oh, and the body wash, Xbox body wash, and the onesie. Anyway, so they've got a new thing which actually i think is pretty sweet not that those other things weren't so they made 20 limited edition bonsai trees for the launch of ori and the will of the wisps (laughs) so each of these bonsai trees are made to kind of look like the spirit tree uh within ori and mark do you see the link? in the show notes i I put it in there check it out so it's a little bonsai tree it's in like a little pot or
1: oh that's cool
0: yeah and the little pot that the earth is in or the rocks or whatever it says ori on it and then there's like a little ori mini statue on there and then it looks like it lights up
1: that is really neat isn't it that ori and the will of the wisps that looks like it's laser burnt into the wood. That is incredibly looking.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah,
1: that, that is like burnt in. That's really neat.
0: hmm So they did an amazing job with us. And uh so there's 20 of these. And then um
1: why do you gotta talk about cool stuff? It's like, oh, I'm gonna get one of these. No, you can't. <laughs> you
0: can't. No. <laughs> Well, if oh. like our friends down in Australia, they can, right? <coughs> That'd be, Richard, uh, <coughs> yeah, you're listening. <laughs> when it <laughs> so they and
1: Andrew, right? Richard and Andrew down. Yeah. There. Yep. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so uh, let me know when you get a couple. You can send our way.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the folks down in not in Australia, New Zealand can go to the. Xbox uh ANZ Facebook page to see how to uh get this. And apparently, like uh there's also some money going to nonprofits down there to preserve uh local vegetation and stuff. So very cool. But that is um those those little trees look amazing.
1: That is
0: very, very cool. Yeah. I'm not much of a plant person.
1: Is it it's not a it's not a real tree right i mean it is no, it's
0: bonsai from what i understand so it's real yeah
1: but oh man that could kill that off so easily
0: but aren't they like uh very like low maintenance they kind of just sit there and you kind of trim and them you or gotta, something you
1: gotta be they're very sensitive to gotta yeah. be very careful with like watering them and stuff mm-hmm. so you can they can be killed pretty easily they can die off pretty quick Oh, wow. Yeah, these are real, it says. Yep. And they're, I guess they're 10 years old already. Yeah, they're already. It says decade old real bonsai trees. Wow. Those are so cool. I didn't, at first, I thought it was fake. Now it's a real bonsai. That's, dude, that's incredible. That is really a really neat job they did. That, that's mm-hmm. probably going to get some pretty good money if there's a, well, you said these are being given away. Well, you can win one. Oh, I should. I'm gonna put that in. Still there, Rob? Yes, I'm there. Okay,
0: got Rob. I'm there, not there. I'm here. (laughs) Anyway, um, moving on. More spill, spill, spill. Fencer, no. Phil Spencer talk. So, um, you know, with the new series uh, coming out here later on this year, you know, there's some you know, talk about, oh, there's a lot of talk about what's going to be in these consoles, right? What hardware are they going to have? You know, what's software going to be like? There's been talk that I've heard, like, these new ones, they come with a disk drive, right? Because a couple... I see a slot for it on the Series X. Maybe it's just a line (laughs) painted on it. (laughs) But, you know, with the new console, they didn't go all digital, right? Because one of the more oh, recent yeah. consoles that they released was the um, all digital right. version S, and you know there's been uh, some discussion about what's happening, you know, with consoles in the future because they're going with X Cloud. Actually, that's still the code name, isn't it? Xcloud? So we really, I
1: think that's still the real name.
0: That's the real name, not like the Project Natal going to connect no i think xcloud is the real name okay um so phil was talking to um insomniac uh, games on a podcast and they were talking about cloud gaming and phil was asked if whether the industry is moving from console wars to cloud wars and phil responded with i hope not because the wars part is the part i try to avoid but i do think uh getting to a world where you don't have to own one device to play specific games helps the industry that doesn't mean that owning a device isn't part of my gameplay experience i think i'm going to have a game console plugged into my television for the next decade plus i think it's going to be the best way for me to play on my television to have a local device download the game and play but sometimes i'm not in front of my tv sometimes i'm not in front of a device that has a native capability to play and that's our bet on the cloud so you said a couple of things there right yeah so talking about the future we can probably say unless things change dramatically we'll still have physical hardware at least for another 10 years maybe even longer and the at least how Phil is talking about it the cloud isn't a pure replacement for having a console because we've heard right. a lot of that online right you know people talking oh you know you can get rid of your consoles don't need consoles you know you can just play you know whatever you know stadia or uh, x cloud you name it but You know like he said for the hardcore gamer i think nothing's going to change it's just like in your case right when you're traveling you don't have to lug that thing around right so that's going to be the big benefit or you know maybe you're going on a trip with the kids and they're in the back right you know playing on their phones or something you know just where you're mobile where you're Actually, which that, they, that, do, that,
1: they do now anyways yeah so it now just allows them to do that in the xbox ecosystem exactly oh, yeah
0: instead of just doing the mobile games right yeah so so that was cool to hear that uh you know we're we're set with the physical devices for some time now and I can serious what
1: sorry i just <laughs> this thought just came to my mind i can see it now you know traditionally like, if you take a road trip, and I'm talking traditionally, I know in this day and age, you're not allowed to, to talk that way. It's not politically correct, but I don't care. I'm not a politically correct person. Um, traditionally, like, when you go on, a say, a family trip and you're, and you're driving, you know, the dad usually is the one that does the driving, right? And I can see it now where all of a sudden you're going to find a lot more women driving while they're, while the husbands are playing their Xbox games <laughs> instead of kids. driving yeah <laughs> oh dear i'm real tired I'm, I'm gonna pull over and let you drive and and you see he spends the next eight hours playing tomb raider on his phone
0: <laughs> oh man i know i would never that would never be me because i get motion sickness instantly <laughs> oh so,
1: yeah maybe uh maybe we can be liberated from having to drive yeah. play video games while we travel like the kids get to do <laughs>
0: <laughs> lucky kids
1: here, woman drive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, oh, actually, so if you're glued to your phone or tablet or whatever during that time, then you can't see how they're driving, so you don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, it benefits them, too. We're not telling them how to drive. <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. Oh, that's awesome.
1: Very good well, point. Kids already see the hate mail coming in.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So then, uh, we've also got, uh, news that there's a dedicated sound chip in this new series X console. So right. basically the programmers have dedicated cycles to doing audio and they don't have to, um, worry about memory and CPU allocation with other tasks. So we'll see what this brings. Maybe like hyper realistic uh, audio, right?
1: So maybe it'd be just be nice to not have the, uh, like when sometimes like where the dialogues like, like it stutters or something. Oh, it stutters, because, yeah. So stutter, they're, cause the CPU's being overtaxed.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: That should all go away then.
0: Yeah. Let's Does that happen sometimes?
1: I mean, even on powerful systems, if they're sharing uh, resources on the hardware, You know, something's trying to crunch at a critical time and you got dialogue going on, the dialogue's going to take the hit. Yeah,
0: there was uh, some uh, comments here that were made by Ninja Theory sound designer Danielle Galante said, uh, we're going to have a dedicated chip to work with audio, which means we finally won't have to fight with programmers and artists for memory and CPU. We take for granted that graphics power uh graphics are powered by their own video cards but audio we haven't had anything like that now we have some power dedicated to us most games always have you thinking about technical limitations eventually these limitations become less and less the more you evolve with new consoles but at the same time it's a constant thing there are a maximum number of voices we can have because otherwise the game is going to lag. With the introduction of accelerated uh, hardware, uh, ray tracing with the Series X, we're actually able uh, to have a whole new set of scenarios, uh, including realistic lighting, better reflections, uh, spatial audio, and ray traced audio. i had heard about this once before. Yeah, I've never I've never really looked at it, but would that mean just like how light reflects off of surfaces? So ray tracing is you have a light source or multiple light sources, and then light rays reflect off of surfaces just like how they do in real life. Okay. So ray traced audio would I meant would probably be audio that is affected by the space around you right and where it like echoes off and um that would definitely make things more realistic because i imagine now like if something's echoey they're probably programmatically making it echoey right because they know it's supposed to be echoey in that space like if you're in a huge cave cave and with ray traced audio i guess that could happen naturally
1: yeah automatically, so that the yeah because it's a set of parameters that are already built in like default mm-hmm. yeah i know there's like i can't remember what game it was but i've played games i think it was assassin's creed one of them where like when you're walking along with the character you know like you're escorting or you're you're walking along like if you would look away from them as you're walking like the audio would get a little quieter cause you weren't looking at looking at them. And then when you right. look back at them, it'd get a little louder cause you're focusing on them. So maybe it's like, that's kind of what this would do as well. Like, you know, as you, depending on their distance, I mean, you step away from somebody or you walk away, the audio is not going to maintain that in real life. Right. But in most games, it's like, here's the dialogue. It stays steady at that volume, regardless, you know, even yep. in games where you're walking like a, a open world game where you're walking around, you might be, you might run off somewhere to, you might see a little twinkling star somewhere. Oh, there's something to go collect over there. And your guy's still talking to you. And, you know, the audio never changes. It's like, well, that's not very realistic. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're a block away and you can still hear him as if he's standing next to you. Yeah. So maybe now that'll be like, oh, they'll stop talking because you left. Or they might go, hey.
0: Or they'll fade away. Over here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But so you, you get like, back
1: you like brain, it'll get louder again where he's still talking.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but you'll miss not the, part of the dialogue. <laughs> yeah. So, so. cool or, stuff.
1: Or even like if you're even if you're so say you're playing Halo, right, and the the campaign and and you're standing there and someone's walking back and forth in front of you talking. Maybe the maybe the audio is going to go a little bit louder or softer in each year as they move back and forth. Which would be the norm, you know what I mean? Not not like dramatically cutting out one ear, but just a hint of it. Yep. Because if is when they're out to the left of you, your left ear is going to hear more, and it's going to be a little softer in your right ear. Now, yeah, we don't, you know. And then as you move or they move, and uh, the audio will bounce and change. So that's probably uh, allowing them to where we really just had here's your audio track. It's just as if they're like standing here talking in a microphone. You know, you're not getting the fading away. I've backed away and now I'm back closer to the microphone. Hopefully, that did the nice little fade there.
0: Mm-hmm. It <laughs> so. did.
1: Okay, cool. Then it worked.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, I wonder if it could like totally lead towards what do they call it? Binaural audio. Because, you know, our ears are on the sides of our heads. Yeah. Right. So, mine are. Yes. <laughs>
1: I don't want to assume okay. everybody's are. <laughs> yes,
0: but you know, just because you know how our ears are placed, you know that affects also the perception of where things are coming from, right? Yeah. And so, ray tracing the audio plus whatever else they can do can just make it more realistic. And yeah. sound is a, sound is a big part of making something believable.
1: Oh yeah, it is. <sighs> totally yes it is (laughs) rob knows very well from uh aliens versus predator and i know very well from deep space yep (laughs) did i'll never forget deep space deep space dead space sorry dead space um the very first dead space game oh my gosh i remember being so freaked out because of the sound like i didn't want to go further in the game i remember getting stopping and sitting there just kind of thinking to myself (laughs) And internally crying, going, I don't want to go down that hallway yeah. because of the sound. And you heard something, and it was so creepy.
0: And like going, you turn all oh, the lights on in the house.
1: <laughs> yeah, you just like uh calling one of your kids, uh, come finish this level for me. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that now, but
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Sound can really come just enhance the game. I think sound is really uh, doesn't get. The, it's just, you know, uh, it's always like, oh, look at these visuals, look at these, but sound, I mean, think about it in movies, man, if, how many times would, you know, if you think about like, you're watching a movie and your heart's racing, the heart, your heart is racing because of the sound, because of the music that's being played. If they all of a sudden cut that sound off completely, you'd have no fear. There'd be no anticipation. None of that would be there. You'd just be like, oh, this guy's walking down a hallway. What do you do? Oh, something jumped. You probably wouldn't even flinch, yep. but it's the sound that makes you flinch and jump, and you know gives you the gives you those heart palpitations and stuff. So, if they can expand on that, I think that would be even bigger than you know visuals, which is, always seems to be the big thing. Mm-hmm. This, this is cool. I look forward to seeing what can be
0: done. Yeah, what they can.
1: And how does with it? That. Yeah, and do we need, will it work, like if we're just playing, will you notice it if you're just playing through your regular TV speakers, or will we need headsets or special equipment to make use of that? That's another question, too. Because a lot of times with that type of stuff, you need like Dolby headsets or stuff that can, you know, has the software in it. Right. So that'll be the other thing. It can do it, but do you require additional equipment to make use of it? Which might might need be. It Isn't might. it like
0: most of those like fancy headphones? Aren't they really just two-speaker anyway? And it's all processing?
1: Right. It's software.
0: Yeah. Built into it somehow. Yeah. It tricks my mind. I've got some HyperX uh seven point one um Headphones that I use normally. And as far as I know, it's only 7.1 when I hit the 7.1 button on the uh, cable <laughs> <laughs> using the regular 2.0 speakers. Yeah. So that's cool. Things. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is something that really doesn't get talked about because everybody's, you know, so interested in, you know, the ray tracing video 12 tera mega billiflops and all that but uh yeah let's let's keep going then uh just one last thing i want to talk about and that was uh there's a patent that was filed uh by microsoft for thumbstick for user input device meaning controller okay and it details a customizable tension mechanism for the thumbsticks on the controller so being that they filed for this patent, you know, maybe we can see this coming down the pipe in one of the new controllers. Personally, I, I think it's not something that we'll see for the uh, Series X because I would think that anything um, in that system would have to have been patented year, <laughs> like a couple years ago because okay. they're probably in production already or pre- right in pre-production. Because what is it? It's like seven months, right? Eight months only? It's not, yeah,
1: it's not that far away.
0: Because we're almost in mid-March now. Yep. And we're thinking, what, mid-November-ish? November, yeah. As long as things don't get delayed. But, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see if this comes down the pipe.
1: Probably in the Elite 3 controller or something.
0: Maybe. So then I think you had one here, Mark?
1: Yeah, I, I, this, I'm tagging this under the rumor mill. Okay, this big, big, big time rumor tag on this one. So, there was an article on Giz China. I saw this. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to the Horrible Gamers. Um, saw this on their group. Uh, but Mike, the story says that the Microsoft Xbox Series S console price is was leaked. And they're saying that the Series S is going to be $300 so this would be the Lockhart that we have heard of uh, and that it's going to use it's going to be four teraflops uh, this is lower than the xbox one x uh, but thanks to the architecture the actual game performance will actually play better than the xbox one x they're saying this is going to be $300 without an optical drive so this will just be the digital version so I mean again a rumor I don't know $300 doesn't seem like an uh I I could I mean personally I could see that being legit you know what is the I think isn't that the price of the all digital or the all digital one right now 50
0: well it was like two fifty three hundred 300ish so yeah
1: yeah so I mean this doesn't seem like it's that far off again this is the Xbox Series S um, so the Xbox Series X will obviously is the big bad boy. They don't have a price there. Um, I still think that the X is going to come out at $500. It's, it's kind of my own personal guess. Again, I have no clue. It's just I think it's more of a, I hope it's not more than that. <laughs> so, but, uh, and I did see a rumor of the PS5 being $600. Again, rumors. Um, so, we don't really know but it's just food for thought uh, you know something to get the conversation going on group. what you guys and to think.
0: give you an idea how much you need to save
1: yeah you might over want to, the next know, yeah just put a put a grand away period just because you're going to want to buy controllers maybe well you don't have to that's a nice thing you won't have to buy any yeah. extra controllers but uh you know maybe want to buy some games i would say you know at least tuck away at least 500 If you want the series X, because we don't even know if they're going to launch the series S at the, at the same time. I kind of don't expect them to really, I don't think that they'd put both out. I think they would put their high end out to begin with, because I think most day one, you know, think about it. Who, who the people that buy day one typically aren't those that expect the cheapest option. They're planning to spend a lot of money. They're day one adopters. So I don't I don't think there's a need to put the cheaper one out right away. Um, I guess it depends. Maybe maybe you throw it out there, put them both out there. Uh, if you release before Sony does, then you've got the new Xbox that's three hundred bucks, we say there is a cheaper version out there that would be cheaper than the PS five. I I know depending on but again, I think it can get very mark confusing marketplace, but yeah. You know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. I I would think that, I mean, to my thoughts. I would hope Microsoft would come out the gate with here's the biggest baddest thing that you know, and then wait till after Christmas or something, and say, oh well, for those you know, maybe in the summer next year, then release a cheaper version, you know, because we've never had this is a, this could be uncharted territory too. We've always just had one console. You know, think about every console every console launch. There's only been one. That's now true. we know that they're coming with two so it's like well are they going to release them both at the same time or are they going to release the exclusive one first and then wait till that wanes off to throw the the cheap one out there you know it's it's we're going into uncharted territory here so we are. it will be interesting to see how this
0: no very good point because i had always assumed it would be both but that doesn't mean that it, that'll be the case
1: yeah i don't i don't know Um I know myself, I personally, I'm going to hold out for the, the expensive one and hopefully I can be able to get one. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think I'd have a hard time myself. Like, I don't think they'd sell a lot of the cheaper ones on day one. Just based on the the consumer that is typically going to be buying these day one is going to want the high end most likely. Well, I guess. People also... that want the cheaper ones always tend to wait a couple of years until they drop in price and then they get right. You know, I don't know. It's just
0: Well I I wonder currently how and I think only Microsoft really knows this, but I wonder how the S is selling in relation to the X currently. You know? Like are people yeah. buying more X's or S's like right now?
1: And it also seems strange to me because think about it. You go out, you buy the S day one, and then it's already got that same day, though. There's another one sitting on the shelf that's better than that right out the gate. It just seems like if you're going to buy the cheap one day one, you're you're already <laughs> buying something that's not as good as something else sitting on the shelf that same day. So it would almost yeah. lessen like, it, 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 yes, it's a cheaper version, but it, it cheapens it on another scale, too. like. When you go out and buy a console day one, you know, you've got the big bad boy. You've got the new kid on the block. If you go buy the S on the, on the same day that the X Series S X launches, they both come out the same day. You're buying just a minor update. You're spending that money and you're not even getting the best one. We always get the best one on day one. So that's no, the other thing. It's just, it's, no, but it's a, we've never had this. Here's right. two options on day one. The better, the, there's a, here's, here's one that's, yeah it'll play a little better than what you're used to. And then we have this big bad boy coming out, you know? So yeah, the Series S might be the typical upgrade that we're used to, but it's already the cheap one. So it's a completely different mindset. And how are people going to respond to that? Could having, could you putting the both out the same time and having, and, and again, Thinking of a mass market and the the more the consumers, like people listen to the show or listen to video game podcasts and watch the news, uh, video gaming news, they're probably going to go for the X or the PS5 Pro or whatever, right? They're And same with Sony, because supposedly Sony may be doing the same thing, coming out with the PS5 and a PS5 Pro on the same day. It, it's again, it's like, so they're in the same boat. You know, because Microsoft's doing it, they're kind of, are they going to just go with one and say, here's the best? But then they already know it's not as good as Microsoft's top, but it's better than Microsoft's lowest end. So they're in the middle of it. You know, are they going to do two as well? And then what happens? So the majority of people out there, I think, are just going to go, oh, I can get the new one for $300. Why would I pay $500? I can get this cheaper version. It'll be fine because they'll think it's the same. And it may be just enough, but if you get it, but so again, if the majority of the people buy the low end, then does that cheapen or impact those that divvied out the money for the higher end? Do they sell a lot less of those? And then in the next time, well, we're not going to go and spend all this investment money on the high end box because it didn't sell well. See, that's why I'm thinking you need to set that high end one out first and then come along with a cheaper one at a later time
0: because personally i would prefer that i i would not want it to be flipped because if they come out with the cheaper one i'll probably hold off and then in december i'll get i'll buy the cheap one yeah. and then buy the expensive one later like yeah. six months later whenever it comes out i'd rather have the more expensive one come out first or at the same time
1: well we Both know with, we know the x is coming out they've announced it coming in november yeah they, that now, they haven't talked about a cheaper one yet. So again, this is rumors, but we've we've basically understood that they're coming out with two. Yeah, we know they had two different Lockhart and Anaconda. So we know there's two in the pipeline and we're all expecting the other one to be the cheaper version. So that's the thing. It's it's you either you could cheapen the expensive one by putting them both out at the same time and impact and hurt the sales of the more expensive one. But if you don't put the cheaper one out, then you could lose a lot of sales because it's right before Christmas and you could sell a lot of the Series S right then again, but not as many Xs. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of yeah. like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what do they want to do? And and maybe, maybe they're going to take a loss on the expensive one and maybe not on the cheaper one. So they want to put those out together to offset. I mean, there's so many different things that we don't know how to... How the consumer is going to respond to having two options on day one, right? Or what that impact would be. So, I I hope that the the bigger one comes out. I hope the X comes out first. Um, I want because what I don't want to see, and I'm not sure in this case if it's because the hardware's changed so much that maybe it doesn't matter. But I want developers writing for the Series X, and let the hardware downscale. You know, I don't want my ex yep. trying to, oh, well, they only wrote it for this low end, you know, and that's what typically happens. The lowest common denominator, right? Who's yep. got the most out there? Okay, we're going to develop for that. And then those that spent the money maybe don't get the extra pixels or sounds or whatever. You're you're, you're identical to the low end box. And that's not why we're buying the high end box. So right. it, it's it'll be interesting to see what happens and i look forward to seeing how this pans out what they're going to do what sony's going to do because this again this is a first for this industry
0: Mm -hmm. yeah we shall see we'll know in 10 months
1: yep (laughs) (laughs) can start saving some pennies and yeah and and then are we going to feel compelled rob you and i to buy both no well, your son might want one, and you're not going to buy two expensive ones. So you might buy him a cheaper one, right?
0: No, he'll get the X. <laughs> oh, and you'll get
1: the S for yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah, usually what happens is the uh, the the big system goes on the LG TV in the in the living room, family room, oh. whatever you want to call it, and then the subpar systems get distributed.
1: <laughs> and if it supports eight K. Then are you going to buy an 8K TV?
0: No, <laughs> I am not. Uh, the TV that I have now is a 4K. It's nice. Yeah, I, I don't have any compulsion to go 8K. The 4K is good enough.
1: Yeah, exactly. But here's a question for you. Last yeah. thing, and then we we'll then we can move on because I know we both got things to get to. So and we might have Naps. to have, if if <laughs> Dirty Bite is still listening. I think it was Dirty Bite was our or no, it was Kristoff. I think, was our TV guy. So, crud, what was my question? Oh, so here's my question. When I go into the... So I have 4K TV, and I watch television and streaming and supposedly stuff that's in 4K. Why does it never... I never see anything at home that looks like what they're displaying on the TVs when I go into Costco or Best Buy or whatever. Like, you see the picture, and you're like dad gum i mean it looks like you're right there Mm -hmm. it's just so brilliant and vibrant and sharp and and then i come home and i'm like meh it looks like tv you know what i mean there's a big difference like this is still i've got a ultra hd 4k hdr blah blah megapixel density blah whatever but i don't like when i'm And I know they're streaming all this stuff now, okay? but it doesn't seem like it's anywhere close to what you see in the stories, those demos. Yeah, it's... Why is that?
0: Well, (laughs) I know a little bit about it. I can be corrected if I'm wrong, but uh, you're looking at two things. Number one, uh, TVs brand new out of the box have everything turned up. So your brightness and and everything is turned up super high because when people see the TVs next to each other, that's what they're gauging on. They're not really gauging on how great the picture is. It's almost like the brightest winds. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing. And if you've adjusted anything off of the factory, like I've gone to the, uh, like TV ratings sites where they show you like the, the best calibrations for your particular model TV and i've changed all my stuff to match that so you know the colors are better again not necessarily as as bright and oversaturated as they might appear uh, normally uh out of the box factory settings but uh they're better Air quote in terms of uh, re- reality i guess okay uh the other thing is uh the source really matters because satellite in particular um has traditionally been super compressed and you know, even though it's 4k it's not really um like the full bandwidth that you need to have like a super mega um you know detailed picture so in order to get like really good quality i think i mean we really need to go to like really good high bandwidth sources like Uh, Blu-ray or or something along those lines streaming is not going to cut it even if my understanding again even if it's like 4k Netflix or something it's yeah it's 4k but it's not the best that it can be just because they're limited on bandwidth right okay because you know I've seen some Stuff online like the the Blu-ray stuff is like gigs and gigs and gigs of of size, and you know I, I'm not sure what the bandwidth is when you're watching like a, a 4K video, but I imagine it would be a couple meg a minute or second or whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. So the source is is, is a big thing, and I don't know if there's anything really online that could show you like what the best possible 4K image would be if there's some kind of source i, I don't mm-hmm. think even like youtube can do it like really great 4K video i don't know
1: i mean i think my tvs look good you know oh yeah mm-hmm. but it is it's like i always think that and then you walk in the store and you're like whoa <laughs> my tv don't look like that <laughs> so
0: well how about when you're playing xbox like and you're playing one of those games that are like built for 4K. I can't really think of anything.
1: But see, that's another thing too. I did that. Was that bugs? I think it was that little.
0: Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You could
1: turn the 4K on and off, and like I really didn't notice a difference. I noticed a lot with HDR. Like when I turned HDR off, it was like ooh. Turn that back on. It's like dang, that looks awesome, you know. But it, yeah, the when you would shut the 4K off, it was like okay, I didn't see anything change, you know? So, and I think that's my understanding on what I've researched in that before was because of the size of the TV. So like, if you're under 42 inches, then the 4k will, you'll see a bigger difference. Like when you would turn that off or turn it on, then it's more, um, and the distance that you sit. So it's more noticeable because you have a smaller set and you're sitting closer to it. And then, you know, for me sitting, I've got a five inch so i'm sitting a feet back from it so you don't notice it as much that's where the hdr where you really see that impact
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so i don't know I, I, that's a lot of things but i always just like find it interesting that i go into the store when i have a 4k you know all that stuff and then you go in the store and you're just like man that looks so cool and i figure a lot of it is the video those demos because sure. it's not they're not you're not watching tv on it you're watching their Oh, you're walking under the Eiffel Tower, you know. There, there's always those like travel videos. It seems like what they're showing, you know. It's always these demos. Yep, I'm I'm sure that has a lot to do with it. So. <laughs> but it, to me, and then it, and it also here, here's my I guess. Another part of that is does it seem like it? They're almost lying because when you get it home, that's not the picture that you get.
0: Well, that's what it's cap. that's what the tv is capable of what you have at home is your choice <laughs>
1: <laughs> so as soon as you get home it's like oh well you don't have that turned on so that's not our yeah. fault. <laughs> okay well
0: anyways yeah i found a digital trends article where they actually um discuss options of all the dif- all these different services everything from like disney plus voodoo youtube amazon Netflix like netflix they say you have to have um the premium plan because that includes ultra hd content and a minimum minimum 25 meg down or higher
1: right and i've Um, always thought that the netflix looks really good i believe that um uh, voodoo i can stream ultra hd um and disney plus always looks really good. But again, it's just, it doesn't compare to that demo in the store.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, if, if, if you pay attention to those demos, they're always like outside full sun, super bright. Yeah. yeah. And usually most stuff that we watch on TV or whatnot, movies, it's all dark, <laughs> right? That's true. Yeah. It's inside, it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe if you watch like a, a new version of uh, that Tom Hanks movie where he's on the island, <laughs> he's oh, stuck on yeah. island. Where Wilson. Yeah, that uh, one.
1: Strand out, out. Not outcast. Yeah.
0: yeah, I know. I know what I know what you mean. Though. So yeah, that's sand, full sun, island. That one will probably be bright.
1: That'll look good.
0: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, this thing talks about all, all these different services.
1: I'll have to look but, up a tuning, yeah. something that maybe I can say, here's the brand I have. Because I did that once. Um, I know I did it once. And a guy was like walking through with my TV. And it was about setting it for, I think it was Tomb Raider. And he was, here's all the different settings. And, uh, and I, I think that's part of the problem, too, is I just, everything is set for that. So I don't like switch to like, well, here's a TV settings. Here's video game settings it's just all on that so it might be a little darker on my end because i'm set for video gaming or something
0: Mm -hmm. so but it used to be too on a lot of tvs where what you wind up doing is you set the tv so that it gives you good blacks right and then that's where people lose like the overall brightness because when the tvs used to look super bright all your blacks would be like dark grays almost
1: yeah or like washed out like it yeah yeah like very gray yeah
0: so it had (laughs) this reminds me of uh this uh buddy of mine (laughs) he would uh house sit these people no he would house sitting you know when they go on vacation right you check on their house and they're like oh you know stay over here you know you know overnight you know so that uh you know their house would be okay, so he would always mess with their TV. <laughs> mess with their TV. He's <laughs> like, "How can they stand it? This looks horrible!" And so he would like calibrate their TV, and then they'd come back and they'd be like, "Something's wrong with the TV. <laughs> <It> doesn't <laughs> look right." But you know, it, it takes a while to get used to those settings too. Yeah, and you know, after a while, then you know you won't notice it anymore. It'll just look normal. But anyway. let's get rolling uh do do you have anything else you want to add
1: no i'm I'm good thanks
0: okay all right let's uh get into the community section uh if you'd like to leave us a voicemail you can do that at our website this xbox life uh click the little voicemail widget on the side of the screen and leave up to a 90 second uh voice message alternatively you can also do an mp3 recording and send it to contact at this xbox life and we'll play your recording on the show uh also we have a Twitter account at This Xbox Life and a Facebook group. Uh, you can find the Facebook group by searching for This Xbox Life uh, within Facebook or just go to our website, thisxboxlife.com forward slash Facebook. Uh, if you're not a member of the group already, just answer two simple questions and you will get access to the group. All right, on to this week's retail releases. Okay. The list of games that we can buy and play. Okay, rob. Right. Alrighty, for the week of March 3rd through the 6th, uh, we have the following that came out. On March 3rd, we had Amoeba Battle. Uh Tom Clancy's the Division two Warlords of New York edition. Um on the 4th, we have Syrup and the Ultimate Sweet. March 5th was Baron Fur is Gonna Fly. This, uh, this game reminds me of this old game I used to play on the Commodore 64, I think it was. I typed it in uh, from... Remember those magazines that they used to have? Mm-hmm. Like Compute's Gazette? <laughs> Do you remember that one?
1: I don't remember that one.
0: Yeah, so... These magazines would have programs that you would type in. Oh, they had their old like basic. assembly language code and BASIC, and you would just it would be all printed in the magazine, and then you'd spend hours typing it in. And they had hours this little, trying to correct it. <laughs> well, they had. Eventually, they came up with a program that would like um, check for accuracy. There'd be like a checksum on the lines that you had a match oh okay but uh yeah so one one issue had this like uh, biplane fighting barnstorming style game and this really reminds me of that so you get up to eight airplanes uh that it's like a, a side view not a in cockpit view but you see the airplanes just like you know doing loop the loops and flying crashing and burning into the ground <laughs> I yeah. guess it's another one but uh yeah but this one they have some crazy weapons apparently like flamethrowers stinky fish all sorts of stuff never looks like a couch co-op family style game
1: when i well, first read when i first read this my initial thought was i went i thought it was maybe the the snoopy versus the red baron did you, did you play okay, that out? yeah 360
0: no i know what you're talking about but i never played it
1: that was that was a fun game yeah um that was actually really fun so i thought this was like oh sweet uh sequel to that and then it <laughs> kind of bummed out
0: ah uh, yeah it's Snoopy game mm-hmm. anyway march 6th we have 60 seconds and i believe that's it
1: so what? 60 seconds for-
0: of gameplay before you turn the game off i don't know <laughs> It's a dark comedy atomic adventure of scavenge and survival anyway so i think uh the new division two game is probably the shiny penny of the week all right and then games with gold um we have for the month of march batman the enemy within and then new on the 16th is Shante half genie hero actually the 16th that's the next week so skip that one we'll talk about that one on the next show and then uh for the beginning part of march we have castlevania lords of shadow 2 so that is the uh 360 back compat game and uh as per usual, if you use Amazon, make sure to use our affiliate link. That's a great way to support the show. Doesn't cost you anything extra, but we get a little small finder's fee for sending you their way. And it doesn't have to be game uh, gaming related. Could be anything. Like if you buy the one hundred fifty dollars sanitizer <laughs> or toilet paper, <laughs> <laughs> then uh, you'd you'd be helping the show out. Like if you yeah. buy a toilet paper, you'll be Helping your butt out too i guess
1: yeah then, so don't forget to use our link for all your uh, armageddon needs <laughs> yeah
0: or if you buy a uh, a bidet seat yeah also i'm a big fan of those i definitely give them a thumbs up
1: i've never never mind yes never mind
0: <laughs> we'll talk later yeah <laughs> then, uh if you're an itunes user uh find the show on there give us a five star rating helps boost us in the rankings over there so more folks can find out about the show and then thanks to learned your lesson for the music and so that's it for episode 550 550 and um my name is rob also known as PreSar. thanks for listening everybody catch y'all next week
1: mark aka wingman 709 taking off